G'day legends and welcome to Your Life of Impact, where we connect with world-class athletes and coaches, health experts and enthusiasts, inspiring entrepreneurs and community leaders, all to teach you how to tap into your inner excellence. I'm your host, Brett Robbo, and I'm extremely grateful you're joining us today on Your Impactful Journey. You beauty, I've been hanging on this for months now and wanting to get Coach Carl back onto the podcast. If you haven't listened to episode nine with Carl and I, you must go back and listen to understand the diverse knowledge and wisdom that this legend has to offer on optimal living. In that episode, we spoke about the difference between functional medicine and conventional medicine, why the gut is considered the first brain in functional medicine and some great foods we can all start ingesting to nourish our gut health optimally. We spoke about how to break down fear, adversity and congruency and most importantly in that episode, we spoke about why your core values are the driver behind the direction of your life. It was an awesome episode, but we really only scraped the surface of each topic and I put the shout out afterwards to you guys to tell me if you wanted to hear more from Carl and if so, what did you want to hear more of? And I wanted to say a massive thank you to those who did reach out with feedback because that gave us an idea that people were very interested in learning more about optimal health. I got some emails, people tagging at Life for Excellence on Instagram and sharing what they'd learned, some private Facebook messages. So this is the first of many short episodes that I'll be doing with Coach Carl to dive a little bit deeper into each topic and to teach us all actionable steps to help us live more optimally. Just a reminder, Carl is a functional medicine and functional neurology expert a holistic health, fitness and performance consultant, business owner and wellness speaker. He is also my life coach and he's been instrumental in shaping my journey for the past two years and I believe he's a bit of an untapped resource in our world. Before we dive into the optimal breathing episode with Coach Carl, I want to do a quick shout out to an iTunes reviewer because it truly is these ratings, reviews, and subscriptions. Subscriptions are vitally important too on iTunes that help us rank in the system for more people to listen, which helps me not only serve my purpose, but it literally keeps this podcast alive. And this review is from Jman89. He says, very inspirational and humble podcast. At first, I wasn't sure it would suit me as I'm not an athlete or into sports. After listening, I knew it was much more. I love hearing how people overcome life challenges and talk about the skills they have learnt and practiced to be better humans. It's great to hear how powerful the mind is and what can be accomplished when you put it to use. Keep up the good work, Brett. Josh. Well, Josh. Thank you, legend. Thank you for taking the time to actually write that, but 
also for giving some context to your experience with the podcast. That's awesome to hear. I've actually had a few people mention to me that they assumed this podcast was only going to be for elite athletes and coaches because I was coming from an elite high-performance sporting background. But in actual fact, as you will now know and have learned, I want to bring the human behavior elements and powerful habits and tools from every aspect into the lives of everyone, not just high performers. And this episode right now is a prime example of that. I do apologize. The first couple of minutes is a little bit scratchy with the Skype connection, but then it goes really clear after that. But one part that we did miss later in the chat was around Carl's answer to breathing, helping with pain. And he spoke about that he had a client come in for a physical training session with him and he was presenting with quite a lot of pain. So Carl, the first thing he did was just worked on some breathing patterns, some of the ones that he teaches us in this episode and significantly decreased that pain and allowed them to do the training session that he came in for that maybe otherwise they would have had to alternate a little bit due to that pain. And I had a very similar experience just recently here in Sweden where one of my clients came in for treatment and she was presenting with a lot of pelvic pain. We recreated that pelvic pain and it was a 6 out of 10 and then I spent two minutes just doing some technical breathing work with her, teaching her the diaphragmatic breathing that Carl will tell us about in this episode. And we decreased that pain from a 6 out of 10 rating to a 3 out of 10 rating in two minutes. It is significantly profound when we talk about how breathing can help with pain. So now let's listen to Carl and hear about all these other benefits that we can use and get from breathing. Coach Carl, I'm so grateful to have you back on the podcast. You were sharing your brilliance with us back in episode nine and we scraped the surface on many different topics and I mentioned to the listeners that if they wanted to hear more from you, then I needed their feedback and I'm happy to say that quite a few people reached out saying they wanted more. So to all the listeners who did provide that feedback, thank you so much and to you, Carl, welcome back to your life of impact. Thanks, Brett. It's great to be back. Back. It, it seems like a little while ago now and you've been over there in Sweden and I'm back here in, in sunny Sydney and no, I'm looking forward to this episode. It, there's a, a few good little topics of conversation that we can unpack and uh, hopefully the listeners take away something that they can apply straight away. Absolutely. And I know for a fact that a few people contacted you directly after our first episode together because they wanted to take action in their lives to help optimize their health. And I've also had some listeners engage in my mindset coaching services since then. And I'm so grateful to hear and feel this community taking the action required to help them achieve their goals and visions and not just be inspired by the podcast and then do nothing about it. And I had a session with you when I was in Spain not too long ago. And like you said, you're in sunny Bondi in Sydney, Australia, where you currently live. And this is pretty normal for us to be Skyping from opposite ends of the world. And I've had a few coaching sessions with you on my travels when I was in London and then Switzerland and now my regular sessions with you from Sweden while I'm based here until January. Yeah, well, it's the beauty of technology, isn't it? I mean, we connect everywhere. And like I said, I've got a I've got a coaching call with a client once we hop off this podcast and they're in London. So, you know, it's the beauty of the world now. And 
As you also mentioned before, yeah, it's great to see the listeners taking action. I'm currently working with a, a few people at the moment that were contacted via myself and they're doing very, very well and it's great to see their progress. Brilliant. Absolutely love it. I'm stoked the listeners of the podcast were keen to hear more about everything we spoke about, but a lot of it was around dialing in their optimal health. And I spoke to you about how can we best present this to everyone? And you suggested that we start with the foundations of sleep and breathing. So let's kick it off with breathing. This is something we all do but very few of us learn how to do it properly. So can you let us know what is optimal breathing and from a physiological level, why is it important to us? To get the ball rolling, let's let's discuss. Uh, and the reason why I do state and, and mention to you as well, let's start with some, some key foundations of optimal health and breathing being uh, what I feel is the most important, particularly on the physical health plane. If I asked you the question, I actually have asked you this question before, I think, Brett, in terms of, you know, in the health world, we're looking at the forms of exercise or type of exercise. We're looking at what are we eating and, and what food should we be eating and what should we avoid? And along those lines, are we staying hydrated and are we taking the optimal supplements and things like that? But it all boils down at the end of the day to, if I asked you the question, how long can you go without, without food? What would you, what would you what would you sort of guesstimate be? Me personally, or a human being? Yeah, just just out, you know, if we're oh, just just well, you know, just generally. I know you're a <laughs> bit of a super freak, so nah, let, well, let's just go general. I was going to say that I've never done a 24-hour fast, but I'd be pretty stoked if I made it past 24 hours. But in all honesty, like I think I could probably go a day and a half or two days uh, without chewing my arm off. Yeah, cool. Okay, let's go. Let's run with that. What about water hydration? That I would struggle to go probably not including sleep time half a day while I was awake I I drink so much water and it happens as soon as I wake up okay and how long can you hold your breath for uh I have held my breath for close to three minutes actually brilliant Excellent. It's good work. It's very good work. So as we can see from that, right, you, we've gone a day and a half to a couple of days to half a day to about three minutes. So when we look at the totem pole of overall health, we can even just with discussing that little area, we can we can see how important breathing really is. And it's it's this foundation of, of everything. We can look at nutrition and sleep and hydration and everything, but if we're not breathing, none of that really matters because we're not alive. So I thought we'd kick it off with with the foundation and breathing is one of the first things I assess. Once I've gone through health history, screening and and questionnaires and and test results and everything else, when I start to get down into the the initial review, breathing is my first point of call because it sends a communication to our nervous system and to our endocrine system, our hormone system as to where we are in, in reality. And it's an information message that upregulates certain hormones in our body it upregulates our digestive process. It lets our hormones and our, our nervous system know if we're feeling relaxed and happy and healthy or we're stressed and chasing or running running from threats or stresses, which we can come in all different shapes and sizes now in the, in the worlds that we live in. So back to your question in terms of breathing and, and how it's important and, and why do we you know need it it's a subconscious process you know we don't need to generally well we don't actually think about breathing it's it's run generally from our autonomic nervous system and the reason why we don't need to think about it is also one of the reasons why i see a lot of people with imbalanced breathing techniques and, and breathing patterns which can upregulate, as i said earlier a, a stress response and an imbalanced nervous system or hormonal response now 
because it is a, a subconscious state, there's generally two two patterns and and that you'll generally see. One's a secondary respiratory breathing pattern, and the second is a, a diaphragmatic breathing pattern. Now, if we start with proper breathing technique, generally speaking, our diaphragm for the for the listeners that have never heard of what a diaphragm is, it's basically a muscular sheath of tissue that basically sits kind of in our upper sort of chest area, and when we breathe in it starts to regulate and, and, and move down into our lower abdominal area and towards the, the base of the, or the top of the pelvis. And when we're looking at a really effective breathing technique, we, we call it, it's generally called diaphragmatic breathing. And it's your ability to breathe deep down into your belly or belly breathing. And it's something that is generally we're born with. It's a, it's a subconscious pattern that we are actually very, very good at when we first arrive on the uh, on the planet. However, unfortunately, as we as we age and we start to go inside our heads a little bit more with our thoughts and our feelings and, our, and potential fears and stresses, that shifts us into this sort of different state where we start to move more sh- into a shallow breathing pattern, which is more what we'll call like a secondary respiratory breathing pattern. Now, this breathing pattern is pretty fantastic it's great when we exercise we need it it's great in emergency situations if we're facing some form of stress it it can you know like i say provide a fair bit of oxygen and nutrient supply to the to the body in a quick period of time so it is efficient and it does have a specific role to play now the issue that we see nowadays is a lot of people are, are staying in this secondary respiratory breathing pattern now for a lot longer than than it's generally genetically intended for and, you know, like I say, that, that could mean now that the stresses aren't leaving. You know, we, we go, we might exercise, we might do a workout, we, we go into the state, but after the workout, we go into our roles or our, our daily lives and whatever perceived stresses we, in, we encounter there keep us in the secondary respiratory response. And over a prolonged period of time, this does become an issue and it creates this communication to our body that we're always in this upregulated stress state. And what that does is it shifts our nervous system into a a sympathetic or parasympathetic state, which we can touch on and go a little bit deeper, depending on sort of where you want to go with it. But basically, in a nutshell, that the sympathetic nervous system is our fight or flight or freeze system. And that's, like I said, again, like our secondary respiratory breathing pattern, it's it's a state that we use in in emergency situations or situations when we're exercising and, and improving our sort of physical foundations of our health. But if we stay in this pathway too long, that has detrimental effects. Those detrimental effects, is that what we talk about when we say, so you say that we're in those states when we do exercise and obviously exercise is damage to our body and then our body repairs but if we're putting our bodies in those states just from simply being in an environment where we're actually sitting down or where we are at work and because of our breathing patterns we're putting ourselves in those detrimental states so there's that ongoing internal sort of cellular damage is that what you're saying yeah 100 percent. we're in the sympathetic system we're kind of in the the fight flight action mode it's kind of like a yang system so we're breaking down we're processing things it's not the time to rest and relax and recover and repair. So it's a very sort of upregulated state. We get a lot more cellular turnover. We get a lot more inflammatory pathways upregulated during this sort of state. And if we stay in it for a long period of time, it becomes an issue. And if we go back to nature, um, doesn't like too much of a good thing. That's the issue when we're in this state for too long, it now becomes detrimental. And as you said, we, you know, if we look at cortisol levels go up, so it's a hormones, a, cortisol is a stress hormone, that, that those levels rise. Initially, it's an anti-inflammatory but when we're exposed to it for a prolonged period of time it becomes quite pro-inflammatory with a host of other sort of issues our immune system becomes suppressed so think of it like the gates of your home open so people can walk in and if it stays for a lot longer the 
the front door then becomes open as well so people can walk straight in. And if we look at our immune system, if we're hardwired into the sympathetic state, our immune system isn't really working for us. And the doors are open and there's no one, there's no gatekeepers there. Hence why we are open to a host of infections and chronic alignments and things like that if we stand there for a prolonged period of time. Now, the parasympathetic state, do you want to touch on something there? No, please continue. Now, the parasympathetic state is also known as our rest and relax and digest or our rest and digest system. Now, this system is, again, too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. And like I say, it's that fine-tuned balance between the nervous systems that really optimize our overall health. But it's really, really important when we balance our breathing that we have this balanced period of sympathetic to parasympathetic rest and recovery to fight or flight states because... If there's no stress, our immune system isn't trained and it becomes quite weak. But if there's too much rest and, and relaxation, we become weak also because we're not challenged. And it's kind of like that fine dynamic between support and challenge of the nervous system. And one of the key communicators to that is how we breathe. And that's why I said it to you earlier, it's such an important foundation to, to kick things off with. So essentially... It's not important for the listeners to remember these names, but what we want to do with the body is help it switch from sympathetic system to the parasympathetic nervous system. And we can do that through breathing. And the idea behind that is to take away unnecessary stresses. So these are all obviously very important. What are some ways that you teach people to breathe properly? There are a number of ways. Firstly, it's just getting back into body awareness and being being mindful, being present of your breathing patterns. Attention's demanded so much now in our day and everything's outside of ourselves that we do kind of forget to just check back in on occasions and actually just start to feel and ask ourselves, actually, how am I breathing? A lot of people just float through their days now, or I say float, run through their days now, full of uh, adrenaline. When we are upregulated with adrenaline, that's that sympathetic, short, shallow breathing pattern. And the way I do, initially when I start with, with a lot of my clients is just to get them to start to be aware and tune into their breathing. There's to, to get the diaphragm working again. It, it, the beauty of this is it is a subconscious pattern. And once we can clear and relax our mind, our body will our body goes back to the blueprint of what it does best. And it, it's a really fascinating sort of process to watch and unfold. But the first point of call is awareness to your breath just taking 10 seconds out just how how am i breathing how am i feeling because with each breath you bring a feeling into the body it's it's, it's life energy into your body and it, it feeds back to you with your emotional state another one a lying down technique i get people to do is just to lie down and start to place their hand on their belly button and just get them to focus on breathing down into that and a lot of people that have tried it before or they, they tend to distend their stomach and they just focus more on can they push their their belly button out in front of them. But what I like to teach clients around is just imagine you've got a, a balloon in your in your stomach behind your, your belly button and you're looking to, it's a term I call 3D breathing. And you really wanna be able to just breathe into every space you can in your abdomen, into your lower pelvic girdle area. Not just in front of you, but laterally as well. How far can you go out to the side? Imagine you're in a wall, in, in a room, and you're trying to touch either wall with your with your breath pattern. How far can you go behind you and breathe into the space?
base of your lower back because that really starts to create this really internal deep breath with the diaphragm coming right down to where we want it to be. And also it gives your internal organs a really good massage. And once we can train that breathing pattern, and it takes a while because we can go back into that subconscious stress state as well and forget about our breathing, which a lot of people do quite often. But the more we can tune in and tap in, and I get clients to set an alarm, it might be two or three times a day. Um, initially whilst they're, you know, moving towards being a little bit more connected with their breath. I get them to do, you know, three or four sets of, you know, 10 breaths around that. Now, initially, I don't really worry about how long they're breathing for. I just want them to breathe and, and tune into it. And, you know, when I say breathe, it's breathing in through your nose and then slowly out through your mouth. But to calm, if, if, for example, there's a specific breathing pattern that I do like, and that's to, it's a calming breathing pattern. It's kind of like a five, four, seven breath pattern. So you slowly breathe in through your nose for five seconds. You hold your breath for four seconds, and then you slowly breathe out for seven seconds. Now, if you're just beginning this, four seconds might feel an age, uh, particularly if you've been in a, in a sympathetic breathing pattern for a long while, or as I referred to before, the secondary respiratory pattern. Because when we go into that state, we're kind of we're almost gasping for, for air when we break it down on, on a deeper level, just because of the nervous system, what we're trying to do. So when we actually stop and hold our breath, it can feel like an age. So four seconds is too much initially. Just drop it to one, two, three seconds where you feel comfortable. If you feel dizzy, just again, you step it back to one or two seconds. And then as your body gets used to just calming the breath and being more effective with the utilization of oxygen that you can bring into your body, this process will come a whole lot easier. But you can even, I mean, if that's too easy as well and you're finding that four seconds is too short, you can push it out of the other side as well, you know, five, six, seven, eight second holds. But as long as we're not getting lightheaded, but the beauty of that, if you push the holding breathing out by two seconds, push all the other times out by two seconds as well. The seconds there are quite synchronized to bring calmness and upregulate the parasympathetic nervous system, hence why it's that five, four, seven breath. Now, another technique to just bring balance to the overall breath pattern is box breathing. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of box breathing before, Brett. We've done a little bit of work on it and discussed it before. Box breathing is basically, for example, breathe in for four seconds, hold for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds, hold for four seconds, and then repeat. And you can do, you know, 10, 20, 30 repetitions of this. You can do this, you can do this as a little mindfulness meditation in terms of, you know, set the, set the clock for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, five minutes, you know, is better than nothing. But box breathing brings an overall balance and efficiency and effectiveness to your breathing. The the brain balance breathing, as I said before, the five four seven is a very calming breath. So if you're feeling stressed, you feel like your, your blood pressure is racing through the roof, feeling low on energy, you're feeling a little bit anxious or upregulated or quite stressed, or even if you've got a, a busy day ahead, just try the brain breathing. If you just want to optimize your breathing and just get, bring a little bit more energy to your body, bring try the box breathing. And there's another another breathing pattern that I that I like as well, and it's again, it's it's a nose, it's a nasal breath pattern. It's something I use with a lot of my clients if they've got a a big presentation to deliver. They they come in a little bit sort of flustered and and a little bit all over the place due to you know a pretty busy hectic schedule or they've been travelling globally and and it's been a pretty busy time. And a nasal breath. So for example, hold your your right nostril. Okay, breathe in through your left. Hold the left. Breathe out through the right. Breathe in through the right, hold the right, breathe out through the left. And you just repeat that pattern. And that's a really good ionization exercise. So it brings 
calcium and potassium regulation back into the body, which calms the nervous system down in itself, but it also integrates your left and right brain. So if you've got like a presentation or athletes use it for peak performances, getting into various states, and it's really, it integrates that left and right brain activity. So you can use your creative mind, but you can also draw on the beauty of the, of the, the analytical logical mind as well and merge that sweet spot between the two. And that's a really powerful pattern. And I use that a lot as well, depending on sort of the state that I, that I see clients. So that's awesome because the part of the main reason of this podcast is I want people to be able to have actionable take-homes that they can implement into their own lives. And you've given us some good tips there on some optimal breathing patterns to help take us from that physiological state so we want to change our energetic state and and help decrease stress levels and things like that you've given some easy mechanisms to do uh, at home when we're laying down or even in the office or in the car when we feel our belly breathing and i like that you explained belly breathing isn't just about filling the front of our bellies it's about feeling it out to the sides and feeling it through the back as well so that shows that we are using our diaphragm muscle that you explained to us optimally so you know we've taken we've got some good tips from you and now i'd love you just to run through some greater physiological benefits for us of the reasons why we should really optimize our breathing and pay a lot of attention and respect to our breathing on a daily basis great question and i could literally go on for hours but we won't (laughs) (laughs) the physiological benefits some some key take-homes as i mentioned a number of times here it balances our nervous system those two systems which is key we need for optimal health for optimal energy for optimal you know physical mental emotional health we need balance and homeostasis in our body and the nervous system is huge if we want a strong healthy immune system we need to you know like i say be able to control our breathing states and really get back into that rest and recovery system as as quick as we well, as soon as we need to really eg post exercise or post a stressful experience we need to be able to bring ourselves back and breathing is your your number one tool to be able to do that it decreases stress and anxiety okay there's a lot of research out there now just calming the body down and that purely is effect of just bringing you back into that calming rest and digest relax nervous system state it boosts your immune system okay we know that you know an upregulation of stress or a cortisol which is a hormone which is secreted when we we're in that sort of stress state that suppresses our immune system so it basically opens the doors okay you open basically opens up your front doors and a whole host of invaders can come in. So like I said, by shifting that back into that recovery, we upregulate and strengthen our immune system. It balances hormones. There's some great research and I've seen some fantastic results, particularly in well, males as well, but particularly in females looking at sort of menstrual cycles and cases of infertility when we're looking at the estrogen progesterone balance and even just looking at the breathing states of these women and calming the nervous systems down and even just looking at the, the balancing of the, the estrogen estrogen progesterone ratio is, is quite phenomenal. It increases our energy. Who wants, you know, we all want energy, right? It's the currency of life. So again, if you get your breathing right, you will really boost your energy. And like I said, a lot of people are energy deficient or energy poor. And that's why there's an upregulation of stimulants and sugar foods and caffeine and things like that. And when we can bring it back to our breath. We can balance our energy and have good long lasting energy throughout our day. It increases recovery. Okay. So any athletes, any general people exercising during their, their their week to optimize their health. You know, if you're not breathing correctly, again, you're not going to be recovering correctly. 
And again, that's that's a big one as well, because if we're not covering over a period of time, we're going to start to tap in and, and run our body down. It increases healing and it increases our creativity. I mean, I literally could go on for four hours. It increases our mental clarity, our concentration, our, our performance. Now, these are all really good take-homes. And if they're not enough, like I say, I mean, it's a great return on an investment, I think. It increases our emotional intelligence, which I touched on earlier. Again, if we've got our blood and our brain balanced, um, our left and right brain activity, so a good balance of our, our left analytical mind and our right creative mind, and then we've got our prefrontal cortex, which is the front of our brain with the blood flowing into that, we're a lot more intelligent because that's basically what makes us human beings. The evolution of the human brain was the addition of the, the prefrontal cortex. And with so so many of us nowadays stressed, you know, actually we're, we're more reactive than we are proactive because all our blood's back in that primitive primal brain and not in that frontal brain. So you can really start to see the the, the key sort of benefits of this breathing pattern and balancing that nervous system. That's brilliant. Yeah, sorry, continue. We'll just finish. It increases ionization. Now, ionization is looking at kind of our sodium potassium regulation and and you know we are in the in the physiology of our body there's a lot of chemical reactions that are going on that produce energy and hormones and our feelings and the ionization if ionization's off uh, that left right brain activities off as well along with a lot of other sort of muscle firing patterns and coordination and movement patterns and things like that so again another key foundation of balancing the ionization in the body as well like you said you could talk all day and i could actually listen all day and i'm sure the listeners could too but i think that's clear enough to show to people why it's the first foundational level that you wanted to coach us on and the importance of the the breathing there is some simple methods that you've given us that i know if people implement straight away and i can't encourage it enough to not just listen to this and be happy and inspired that you know more about breathing but to actually for everyone listening to actually implement it to feel the benefits is there any one last gold nuggets or anything else you want to say to the listeners before we finish up <laughs> it's a dangerous question Brett. <laughs> yeah i mean like just just like i say we, you know we, we now there's a lot of research and books coming out about how important sleep and the sleep revolution and, and it is it is really really important but if we're not breathing effectively throughout our day the chance of us being able to sleep effectively as well is impaired and i really do think breathing is the currency of life and we need to start here and i still don't understand why it's not addressed so many times everyone i see i, I start with their breathing as I mentioned and they all say wow I've never really gone into it in that level or and no one's really asked me why breathing before and it's such a key key foundation I mean how we breathe literally affects how we think how we perceive how we emote and how we feel now if you know if we go through that again how we think how we perceive how we emote and how we feel that's pretty important to our overall reality <laughs> that is our reality and- 100%. If our personality is creating our personal reality, well, that's a big, big take-home right there just to, to go away and digest a little bit and, like I said, just steer you in the right direction to address the, the breathing pattern. And one last little thing, looking at this from a, a little bit of a different angle as well and holistically, I, I do see as well, and again, having a purpose and being excited by that purpose and having uh, something outside of yourself gives you a reason to breathe and to breathe deep and bring life energy into your body. So on a take home, looking at it from a different angle as well, our values and our purpose, okay, and if we're congruent and alignment with those, 
we subconsciously just start to breathe a lot easier, which is was quite fascinating. I love that one to wrap it up on. Remind everyone again where they can find you online and how they can engage in your services. My website is carlhewan.com. You can find me there. Drop me a, drop me an email. I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible. I'm on Instagram, carlhewan.com. Facebook, Calhoun Holistic Health. Don't be shy. Drop me a line if you have any queries. More than happy to help and help out where I can. Brilliant. Carl, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You're a legend and you ooze authenticity and congruency. And I can't thank you enough for sharing actionable advice to my community here on the podcast to help them tap into their inner excellence and be more impactful in their lives and in their communities. And this is just the beginning of Coach Carl Sessions, as we said at the beginning, and we'll have you back on very soon talking about sleep and then also optimizing our mental health and mindsets, which I'm super excited about because I love talking about mindset. So Carl, keep shining your authentic light, my man. Likewise, Brett. It's an absolute pleasure. And like I said, I hope the listeners can take something away from this and you know send back some feedback as how that's sort of helping them and and their lives and and their goals and yeah we've got some exciting topics to unpack as we move forward and into the end of the year and new year coming forward okay if you're still not convinced that we should learn how to breathe better and implement breathing routines into our day then I'm not sure what part of this discussion you missed. I've learned, studied, and teach basic breathing, so I've experienced, felt, and seen benefits manifest in so many ways. All great leaders and performers in all areas of life master the basics of this utmost important foundation, hence why it's also part of my online coaching. Make sure to follow Carl on social media as he does share info and tips on a regular basis on how to live more optimally. And if you use Instagram stories, I want you to tag Carl and I with a screenshot of this episode or where or when you've been practicing your breathing. I'm getting a lot more active on Instagram stories as it's a platform that's blowing up and it's really fun and fast paced. And I want you to connect with me there on at Life for Excellence. That's at L-I-F-E-F-O-R-X-L-N-S. So follow us on Instagram and jump onto the stories and come behind the scenes because, yeah, we're sharing more behind the scenes stuff there than what we do on Facebook and also sharing some different collaborations with people and groups that can't always be shared on this podcast. If you like this episode, please jump onto your podcast app and give us a five-star review. This helps immensely for me to be able to continue delivering value to you. It doesn't matter what app you're using, whether it's Apple Podcasts, which is formerly known as iTunes Podcast, whether it's Podcast Addict or Stitcher or whatever it is. You guys subscribing and downloading each episode is what keeps this podcast alive. And also, please share with your friends, your family, your community, and everyone you believe will benefit from this podcast. Don't forget to give me your feedback on what you loved and what you want to hear more of, so what value I can help bring into your reality. Reach out to us on social media, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Life for Excellence. That's at L-I-F-E-F-O-R-X-L-N-S. And you can also find us at Your Life of Impact. And as always, remember, 
This is your life journey, your life of impact.